You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy and I am here with Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and also my partner in Outlines Venture Group. Uh, together we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hey Jillian, how are you today? I'm doing great and we have a wonderful guest. Oh, who's that? We've got Gail Romero. And Gail, I'm going to ask you to um, introduce yourself to our uh, listeners, tell them who you are and what you're doing. Okay. Well, I am an international businesswoman and educator. I've been working in this field um, for over 15, 20 years now and decided that there were some changes in education that needed to be addressed and so decided to start a business around that. That's right. We met a few years ago. We both served the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and you were the one who asked me to come and be an advisor there. So a number of years you've spent um, doing nonprofit work, and now you're monetizing the value of that work in your own startup. Okay, so let's be real clear here, Jillian. You're the one who told me three years ago, great idea. If you don't monetize it, it's not going to work. And then uh, two and a half years ago, you told me the same thing. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, you told me the same thing. And I'm not real slow on the uptake. I figured it out. I had to figure out how to monetize it. <laughs> so we took this great idea of developing a great educational platform and figured out how to make it pay so that we could then offer it in emerging markets for free. That makes good sense. So again, you can't give away what you don't have. So the uh, value of the company, the for-profit company, is going to be used to pay for the non-profit, among other things. We expect it will be very profitable. So 
the thing that intrigues me about what you're building is that it is an educational platform that's quite different than whatever else is out there. And I remember asking you recently, you know, why you? Why would anybody buy the education from you? And who are your customers? So let's start with who are your customers and why would they choose your platform over literally hundreds or thousands of online platforms out there? Okay, all good questions. The first one, um, who who is our customer? Well, our customer base actually concentrates around the business sector, mm-hmm. around the public policy or government sector, and around association sectors. The reason we have those three major business groups is because each one has a specific need. Corporations right now, we know, are spending way too much money on training. It takes people out of the office. They have to pay per diems, they have to pay for the training, and they have to lose that human capital while they're in the training function. So that's critical for us. Governments right now, in fact, we're working with um, uh, some civil society groups in Malawi, have a huge problem growing women into public policy because they don't know how to fundraise, they don't have the business skills, but they have the heart. So that group needs a tremendous amount of education. But it needs to be done in a matter that is fast, accessible, and affordable. Right. It needs to be also done for women and men in five-minute segments or short modules so that they don't end up spending all of their time trying to focus on something. Now, the reason we know that that's incredibly important is because we know that the educational process is best learned and retained in short segments and then practiced immediately. Right. So that's primary research that you've conducted, as well as secondary research that you're corroborating, right? Correct. Okay. So knowing that anybody from millennials to boomers and beyond wants to absorb information at approximately a five-minute segment, you're able to deliver incremental learnings in things like your morning commute. Morning commute, um, when when you put your child down for a nap, How many mothers do we have that have taken time out to raise their children, but they still need to stay viable in the working community so when their children are in school, they can go back to work? Okay, so can working mothers and uh, women in emerging markets who live on, you know, two bucks a day and so on, can they literally afford to do this? This isn't free yet. It's Well, it's not free. However, let's, you asked two really good questions there. Working mothers or, or mothers who are taking time out with their children in emerging markets. In the emerging markets, we're not talking on living $2 a day. We're talking about resourced women who actually have access to technology and have had some education. So then they can take their skills that they already have and enhance them through this educational process. Okay. Um, it's not free, but for an individual, $4.99 for the application. Um, we're in beta testing now. They will be able to increase their um, leadership skills, business skills, fundraising skills, project management skills mm-hmm. through these short programs. Okay. So let's get on to accreditation then because an accredited university degree is worth something. And, you know, from non-accredited, not so much. What you're selling is skills-based education. And while one wants the skill, if I'm learning something like coding, I can do that even at Code Academy and so on. But either I can do it or I can't, right? How does HR know that anybody who's taken your course can really do what they say they can do? Well, 
And that's a, that, another good question. Did you write these questions down, Jill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the important component here is that we've got the data. Mm -hmm. The data is the piece that allows us to track and be able to ensure viability. So an individual comes, gets the application, they come online, they do their program every day, five minutes a day. Let's say it's a year-long program, not that mm -hmm. we have anything that long at this point, but we could. They will then be able, we can track them, we can show how long they've been on, we can show their responses, we can show every, and it's scrub data. So let's say you're with a Fortune 500 company, and you buy this package, and you have specified learning programs. We can then track your employees and tell you 85% of your employees are learning at this rate. Their retention level, because we've tested them with pre and post testing, is at this rate. And their skill level is risen to this rate. Mm -hmm. Their geographic location is here. And you're, let's say with your company, going to build a new distribution center in Zimbabwe. And you need that distribution center to be able to hire these people with these skill sets. We can tell you where they're already located. So you could choose the location of an expansion of your business or a new uh, business location anywhere in the world based on the data that you're collecting. And that will take some time to be sufficient that one could make those decisions. But I get that in a couple of years that'll be there. So that's interesting, and that's something that the uh, companies will buy. And they will also buy education for their people, but they get to know how well their people are doing, and even, if you will, the averages, such as, you know, if somebody takes more than three weeks to get to point X or Y, it's not likely that they'll finish. That becomes interesting, too, because then you could make it a requirement. Well, you know, we'll pay for this education, but you must accomplish this by such and such a date. That would be interesting. It's all about the data, because mm -hmm. we know we can collect the data, but how do we use the data? Right. And our goal is to help the corporations figure out the best way for them to be able to utilize that information about their employee base, and then do forecasting, budgeting, planning, okay. because it's all about the dollars and the bottom line for the corporations. Right. Then the last piece is how do you get the curriculum itself? Um, you know, there are many, again, online courses and so on, but how do you source the curriculum? Uh, well, through a variety of ways. We, um, with some companies, um, we're working with one organization right now that has their own curricula. They just want it divided up into small push pull um, sections mm -hmm. where we push out the information and they, we can pull the data from them. Okay. Or we can design it. We have a, an association of over 5,000 um, educational professionals and they will help us design the curricula based on what we know are best practices in learning and education systems. Okay, so you're sourcing the data from your customer itself, or the curriculum from your customer itself, or from a resource that you have of 5,000 educators, which is a pretty good size. All right. And between the two, then, you're saying you're able to provide these um, push and pull. So with push, how do you push the data to the recipient, to the uh, student? So the the actual program or the educational skills programming pushes out through the app and reminds them every day that they have a five-minute segment. Mm -hmm. 
and we can actually fill the rest of that up, the answer to that question, in just a minute. Yes, we and can. <laughs> speaking of minutes, Jillian and Gail, we need to take a break now for our sponsors. This is Ian Kennedy with Jillian Music and Gail Ribeiro at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contests and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com we're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy, and I am here with Jillian Music, and we are talking to Gail Romero, who is the CEO and founder of Glean Educational Skills. Welcome back, Gail. Thank you. Gail, before we took a break, Gail, we were talking about push and pull education. You were saying that you push information out to the uh, students via mobile devices, right, a daily push that reminds them to come to back to the app and, um, you know, engage in their five-minute segment. What's the pull part of this? So we are able, with each one of our students, to know who they are, where they are, what they're interested in. We also know their pre and post education. So we get a, a real good baseline on our students and the data is scrubbed. So none of our data is given to anyone that is named mm -hmm. um, at all. But we pull data from them. We track how long it takes them to go through a program. We track um, what they've decided to do with it. We can do surveys with them and track 
um, if it changed their career path. Um, over years, we're going to be able to track if it increased their income levels, mm -hmm. if it increased their desire to go into four-year universities. There's a lot of data we can not only pull just from their use of the application, but through our survey system that is integrated into the system as well. That's fascinating. You know, there's a story about um, classical symphonies, and when people uh, auditioned, to play there or to be part of the symphony orchestra, um, women were not selected. And, you know, on, on just extraordinary numbers, two or three were in that everybody else was out. And when they put up a screen and the people played behind the screen, it got almost to 50-50. That was interesting. I'm wondering if by scrubbing the data and saying these are humans with these specific skill sets who have earned this much money and should be hired for that and are valued at the next thing, if somebody says, well, yes, we want to be connected with that human being and make that offer before they make an interview in person to see whether it's male or female, that might change things. That would be an interesting game. I would feel very confident in saying that it would make a significant impact based on the research that we've seen coming through organizations like the UN, World Bank, etc. Gender plays a huge role yes, in regards yes. to um, economic viability. Yeah. What's the numbers at? 79 cents on the dollar? That's right. Unless you happen to be Hispanic in the United States, and then it's like 46 or 47, something like that, on the dollar. I mean, just awful stuff. And if you stood behind the curtain, if you will, then the offers that would begin the conversation might be much higher. And then walking into the room, regardless of who you are, suddenly the conversation begins at a different dollar number. That would be fascinating. Yeah. That would bring gender equality to the pay scale. I, I completely agree. Yeah. And it is also very important to me as a gender economist to also look at the economic viability of the training. And so we are going to track gender. Now, that's not necessarily what we're spreading out there, mm -hmm. but we want to track gender because we want to be able to see how these skills are implemented globally, particularly in the public policy. Numbers of women growing into public office have been dropping dramatically around the world. Mm -hmm. um, countries that had 17%, they're now seeing at 7%. Our own United States have, have lost a tremendous amount of women in public policy in um, senatorial and congressional roles. The reason, we don't know. We assume it has to do with work-life balance, with um, ability to fundraise, ability to get support, ability for networking, all of the things that impact women's business in general probably mm -hmm. also impact public policy. We're going to be tracking that data as well. And we want to become the harbinger of good news right. around those Makes sense. Right. concepts. You, right, you can actually lean in and change the, you know, move the needle on that. So you'll be educating people who are working for corporations. You're educating people who uh, run their own co uh, companies, so little startups to uh, scalable corporations, whatever it is. So independent and corporate structure, and then, of course, in government sectors as well. Fascinating. Now, I want to back up kind of and talk about the business of your business, right? Um, as an entrepreneur, what fascinated me about you in particular is that very often Anne and I find that we have technologists, these wizards who think the, you know, the thoughts through, see the future and create something around it. 
but they cannot market themselves out of a wet paper bag, right? They cannot, uh, they're not executors. And you have exactly the opposite situation here at Glean, right? You already have people knocking down your door to buy this stuff, and you've just begun, and you're, you haven't even launched out the, role, the whole thing yet. But people are saying, already customize it for me. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, you talked about things that said, you know, there were five things that made women fail in business, and you decided that wasn't going to happen to you. And let's talk about those things. So it's interesting. Uh, some research was done by Dun and Bradstreet starting in 2010. Actually, historically, it had gone back further, but the mm-hmm. real data started coming through in 2010, talking about the five reasons women fail in business. Right. Now, understanding that in 2014, there were probably about 140 million women who started mm-hmm. businesses with an 80% failure rate, much higher than men's. And they attributed those, that failure to the same five things year over year, starting in 2010. Mm-hmm. And that is women's lack of networks. We're really good at building friends and uh, around our families, but not necessarily around our business mm-hmm. mind. The next one was understanding the business skills. Now, for me personally, I recognized not only did I need business skills, I had I went to university with business in mind, but I needed to eat my own dog food. So I rewrote the business plan five or six different times using six or seven different compilations of templates, business building templates, and found the one that I thought was the most effective, and we use that in our system, and provide women access to that as well. But I rebuilt it, uh, redesigned it, and continued to look at that business plan on sometimes a monthly basis, depending on new data that arrives. Well, they are living documents. They change over time. Well, that's that's important to recognize, but not everybody looks at it that way. They write the business plan to get the funding, and then they're done. Right. But it needs to be worked on consistently. One of the next things we realized is women fail because of ac- lack of access to capital. Well, if you can ensure that you have a good business plan and that you are good at fundraising you will be more successful. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we put into our curricula is a fundraising program that allows women to learn the skills to go out and raise money. Mm -hmm. But you have a background in that as well. You have some letters after your name. Tell the audience about that. Okay, I am a certified fundraising executive, a CFRE, which takes about five years to acquire. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus you have to take a four-hour test. Mm-hmm. And that covers everything from investing to um, donors to building relationships to understanding the marketing around it, etc. Mm-hmm. I also am a certified mm-hmm. instructor for that. I was going to say, and there's like you know a hundred or so of you in the world, right? That have been certified by AFP, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So so very few. We get that. So just before we uh, you know wrap up this segment and so on, what we have then are a lack of adequate business network. All right. A lack of adequate business skills, a lack of access to capital, and what is the last uh, two pieces there? Well, one of the most important is coaching and mentoring. Mm -hmm. And, of course, one of the great things that your program does is that particular piece. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the final one is having a peer community, a group of people that you can work with that can help you that you can bounce ideas off of and can support you in your business growth 
that makes all good sense. That's really great. And Gail, this is just fabulous information. We need to take another short break so our sponsors can weigh in. We'll be right back with CEO Coach. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. We're back with Julia Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy. Jillian Music and I are talking today with Gail Romero, the CEO and founder of Glean Educational Skills. Hey, Gail. Now, we'd like to talk about some of the top tips for women in business. Your top tips. My top tips. Well, first of all, understanding that your business plan is a living document and that you need to address it consistently with regularity and get it on the calendar so that you set that time aside. That would be number one. Number two is build your network. Your network is incredibly important for your success. And then we know we talked about those through the, the research we've done at Bradstreet, but I can't stress it enough that your network is incredibly important to building your success as well as helping you through your failures. If you are going to fail, fail quickly. But then get up, get your network behind you, and get moving again. Uh, I stand behind that. I've had my fair share of business failures and successes, and it's through organizations like CEO Coach and um, LinkedIn, some of the groups on LinkedIn. They've been there to help me all the way, and I really appreciate it. So you have, I think, 8,000 contacts in LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. How did you build it? Well, 
first of all, I went and did searches for specific people from specific companies in specific targeted skill sets. Uh, because I knew we were going down this road in regards to working with a lot of HR and chief learning officers. I concentrated on that sector. But then I went brought more broadly into oil and gas, retail, manufacturing, um, agriculture, and found people within those sectors that were leaders within their companies. And then I captured their own network and sifted through their network to find out which of those would add credibility and depth to my own network. And I spend 15 minutes a day to this day, and I've been doing this since LinkedIn's inception, 15 minutes a day working the relationships. Brilliant. Now, let me say this. I think it's more important when you're building those relationships to give before you ask. So in other words, I read something that you wrote about this. Had you seen this link? Or I would like to recommend a book that you might be interested in based on the recent posting that you had. I give them something for sometimes um, months before I ever ask them for a favor. That makes good sense. And give before you get is an age-old you know, process in successful business. No question about it. But I think the tips were really brilliant here. To build that network, to pay attention to your business, put it on the calendar, and that's in the form of reviewing your business plan and making sure that it's still relevant today and it doesn't need to move, change, pivot, etc. And then finally, um, taking the time to give before you give back on those contacts is the critical piece that makes them successful. Connecting is one thing, but connecting and taking the time to read their stuff and send them something else and make that uh, connection is the long-term effort. And uh, that means no quick solutions here. Gail, how do people get in touch with you? On LinkedIn, On obviously. LinkedIn, um, <laughs> I suggest everybody connect with me through LinkedIn and just right. mention that you've heard me on the radio interview at CEO Coaches and that that's the best place you can get in touch with me. I do respond to every request. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be, uh, if it's important, you have to give me something specific. A blind form letter is not going to work for me. But happy to connect, and, and seriously, that's been some of the places i found some of my best mentors and long-term friends. In fact, Jillian and I met on LinkedIn. That's oh, right. that's wonderful. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you also, I know, have um, at least one TED Talk I've seen. Um, how do we find your TED Talks if some of our listeners want to go review them? Find them on LinkedIn. By Gail Romero. Gail Romero. That's just great. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Gail. Thank you, Anne. It was a pleasure. And as I, although I've known Jillian for some time now, it is just a pleasure to meet you, and I really have enjoyed this time together. Well, thank you, too. You're very welcome. That's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their continuing support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and I don't know, about a 100 other places around the web. 
You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast. Do stop by and hit the like button so we will know you were there. And also tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. Jillian, see you next week. Till next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.